Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. I'm happy to say my guest is Scott Tips. Scott is a regular contributor to the show, and Scott Tips is the president of the National Health Federation, really one of the most influential organizations helping to keep Americans and the rest of the world, actually, as it turns out, safe and healthy, and they've been doing this since the 1950s. So it's a great pleasure to have Scott on the show. Scott, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. It's always a pleasure to be on your program, and I appreciate all that you do to get the word out there. No, it's my great pleasure. And uh, recently you sponsored a uh, discussion, a seminar, uh, that uh, entitled Americans Must Not Permit Another Weaponized Pandemic. Now that is a very important topic, and as I'm so happy with the ideas you've shared with my audience on the show. What did you discuss when you were discussing this concept that Americans must not permit another weaponized pandemic? Well, Josh, we saw the damage that was done by the uh, relatively mild and non-lethal COVID-19 virus, which as time passes, it's always hard to hide the truth. And as time passes, it's revealed, increasingly revealed to more and more people and in more and more detail that it was actually um, uh, a virus that was human-made, that was created in the laboratory, and it was released either accidentally or deliberately. In a sense, it doesn't matter. In another sense, it does, of course. But in one sense, it doesn't matter. The fact that you have more than 5,000 bioweapons laboratories around the world uh, controlled by the U.S. alone uh, doing, conducting this kind of research just sets the stage for its inevitable or the inevitable release of at least one highly uh, lethal virus that could eliminate the human population and uh, certainly reduce it dramatically. And maybe that's their plan, but that's not my message here. My message is that this research is going on, and we have the Three Stooges running uh, at least some of these labs. They shut down uh, Fort Detrick for a period of time because they found even the government, as lax and loose and incompetent as it is, found that uh, Fort Detrick wasn't adhering to safety protocols. Hence, the possibility of, of releasing viruses that can harm or kill people. And we saw that with Lab 257 on Plum Island in, uh, off of Long Island in New York. You know, when in the early 70s, when the bioweapons researchers there were conducting experiments, and they just threw out onto a dirty pile, burn pile in the outdoors, uh, contaminated, biocontaminated uh, uh, material, and 
seagulls and other birds were coming and feeding off of that and then flying back to Connecticut, one of which places was called Lyme, Connecticut, and hence it started the spread of Lyme disease throughout the United States and then throughout the world. And look how many people it's taken down, all because of some morons who are, can't, can't think beyond to you know the ends of their noses to keep infectious diseases from spreading. And uh, when they do it deliberately to create bioweapons labs to make things more lethal against humans, I mean, where's the insan? Where's the sanity of that? It's insane. They these people um, should be put in jail. They should certainly be out of jobs. And there's no legitimate reason to do bioweapons research or to do as is commonly known now, gain-of-function research and and development of viruses. Gain-of-function is meant to make something more transmissible, a virus or a toxin of some sort, biotoxin, make it more transmissible and or more lethal, hopefully both in the cases of those scientists. Well, again, just the fact that these, these mad scientists are out there uh, working 24-7 to create something to kill off the human race in a more efficient and quicker way should give everyone, I don't care whether they're on the left, the right, the center, should give everyone with two ounces of brain matter pause to think, hey, maybe this isn't what we want to do, and maybe next time it'll be worse, and we need to stop it. And the only way to stop it is to outlaw this again and to actually enforce the measures. Uh, Russia actually proposed, uh, they've been calling for a mandatory international treaty to ban bioweapons, but that call has been ignored mostly. Uh, We've had two international treaties before this call for one, One in uh, 1925, a Geneva Treaty that outlawed it. And then again in 1972, I think it became effective in 1975, the Bioweapons uh, Convention. And the U.S. signed it under President Nixon. It was signed, and uh, we are a party to it. But the problem is with both of these treaties, there are very weak verification uh, mechanisms to allow people to verify. And hence, in the 70s and 80s, you had the Soviet Union um, violating the treaty and, and um, doing all sorts of research into bioweaponry. And um, now it's the U.S.'s turn. Now it's the U.S. that's the bad guy doing all of this research. And when the Russians attacked Ukraine in February, one of their first steps was to launch missiles and take out at no fewer than six bioweapons labs that the U.S. had been funding there in Ukraine. I mean, how would we like it if Mexico had six bioweapons labs right on our doorstep, just, you know, tens of miles away from our border, and we're doing all sorts of pathogenic research with viruses, bacteria, and toxins? I mean, 
we wouldn't hesitate a moment to send troops in there and take that out if Mexico refused to do it itself. And that's what Ukraine refused to do. They had been asked for years by the Russians to stop this, and they just kept at it. Uh, And finally, the Russians had had enough, amongst other things. So, um, anyway, it's... uh, it's something that is an existential threat, Josh, to the human race. And we're beyond this is harmful. We're way beyond this is uh, something uh, not nice. Uh, we're at an existential threat that threatens the continued existence of the human race. Now, some people could care less about it. You know, Prince Charles of England... He, he wished he, had, he were a virus who could infect the human race and eliminate it. So I, I'm not talking about people like Prince Charles. I'm talking about normal humans who have families, who have children, grandchildren, who want to pass things on, who have normal human lives and existence. They deserve to live. They don't deserve to be under the fear of this or the next pandemic caused by a bioweapons release. And we need people to wake up and take action. And they can do that with the National Health Federation. We've uh, launched a campaign to outlaw bioweapons research and to actually prosecute the people behind it. And that's uh, on our website, thenhf.com, T-H-E-N-H-F.com. You can look it up under our campaigns. In any event, it's a very serious um, situation that we're facing now, and we've already seen this attack by the COVID-19 bioweapons research, viral research, and they're doing it again. They're, they're doing it with the monkeypox. So I had thought the next one would be the Marburg virus with an 88% lethality rate. But uh, no, it's uh, it's it seems to be at this stage the monkeypox. But be prepared; these maniacs are going to uh, go at it again and put all of our lives at risk. Our guest is Scott Tips, and Scott Tips is the president of the National Health Federation, a group that since the 1950s has been helping Americans and the rest of the world, quite frankly, to maintain a better health by watching what industry puts in food, and they've, had been, they've been very successful at it. Now, Scott, you mentioned that uh, there was Lab 257 on Plum Island, Long Island, and that, indeed, that particular laboratory was responsible to do carelessness. For, for you, are you saying they actually created Lyme disease? I was simply unfamiliar with that as a concept. Yes, they did. They created it. It was created... In the bioweapons lab, it's called Lab 257. There's actually a book out on it that'll go into much more detail, and it's called simply Lab 257. And what they were doing is they had an outdoor part to the facility, and they were dumping trash, including contaminated clothing and contaminated material out onto the burn I'm calling it a burn pile, but it could just be a pile. And what what they were ignorant of and not even thinking about, I think a 10-year-old would would think about this, but these these three stooges didn't think about it, and that is 
um, that birds would fly in and feed off some of this. And uh, they did. And then they'd fly across, I think it's something like 17 miles from Plum Island to Lyme, Connecticut. I mean, there are other locations in Connecticut and Long Island that they flew to, but uh, for some reason, Ground Zero seemed to be centered and focused around Lyme, Connecticut, hence the name Lyme disease. And then it infected the ticks, and the ticks, um, like the ticks would bite the birds and then uh, drop off, and they were infected themselves, and then they would uh, bite deer and so on and so forth until now you have some of the highest infection rates were occurring in New England states, New York, um, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and the like, because they were in the line of fire. That happened in the mid-70s, as I recall, and it's just spread worldwide since then. It's really disgusting. I mean, think of all the disability that's been caused by that. Think of the lives that have been lost, ruined people who would have been productive who are under care now because of this. And uh, so uh, another example is the research that was done in Brazil with the bees. And they decided to make the European honeybees a bit hardier, so they mated them with African killer bees. And then those got out of the lab and started spreading from Brazil. I remember tracking it almost as a young man or a boy uh, when it first got released as it made its way up through Central America from South America, Central America into Texas and so on. And now we're plagued with those. I mean, where does it end? No, it's COVID-19 is just another one. There was work done on the Zika virus. There was work done on Ebola and anthrax. I mean, it's... What's the purpose? So we can kill other people more efficiently? I, I think we have more more efficient or just as efficient means right now right. to accomplish that task if we want it. No, it's, it's very upsetting. Scott, you, you, and I know you're such a careful researcher too. These are upsetting ideas. Scott, we do have two minutes left, and your discussion about the Lab 257 on Long Island uh, Plum Island on Long Island, co- contributing or really being the factor in causing Lyme disease is actually is, is chilling. And I know that your information has been so good and you've been so helpful uh, protecting people uh, in, the co- in the courts in, in Europe uh, against uh, improper or incorrect charges. Uh, how can listeners of Here's to Your Health support the National Health Federation? Uh, people can support NHF by going to the website and donating and joining NHF as a member. We need more members. We need more people to to join together to fight these kind of travesties and um, uh, insanities. And so if they go to the NHF.com, T-H-E, NHF.com, then uh, they can can sign on there. They look under Join Us on the tab. There's a tab on the menu bar and it says join us and that would be wonderful also donate and it would be very very helpful anyone who wants to volunteer to help work for NHF is of course welcome as well thank so, you thank you scott thank you thank you very much thank our, you for our, asking. my pleasure our, our guest has been scott tips and scott tips a regular contributor to the show i'm, I'm very proud to say and scott is the president 
of the National Health Federation. The National Health Federation, really the oldest organization in the United States, helping keep Americans healthy and also, uh, frankly, people around the world. Our guest has been Scott Tipps with the National Health Federation. This is Josh Lane. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Theory is a family-owned and operated supplement brand on a mission to inspire wellness in all. From farm to shelf, quality is at the heart of our products, made in Southern California. Try new U-Theory Daily Fat Burner for healthy weight management. U-Theory Turmeric to support healthy inflammation response. U-Theory Collagen for hair, skin, nails, tendons, and ligaments. And Ashwagandha to help reduce stress, boost overall well-being and clarity. U-Theory, made for all of you. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and this is a show about wellness, and all of us uh, worry about things, and we know that worry, well, part of human you know, lifetime, of course, is not the best thing for us. It's bad for us, really. We try to have less to worry about, and recently, we've all been worried about inflation. We see it at the gas pump. We see it at the grocery store, with housing. We're concerned, and my guest is Laura Adams. Laura Adams is the host of Money Girl podcast, an author, and she's going to talk to us today about uh, inflation and its effect on us. Laura Adams, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you so much. It's great to be with you. Thank you. Happy to have you on because this is now, unfortunately, an important uh, topic. We're all kind of noticing it. So what have your studies shown you? Yes, unfortunately, we are seeing that 81% of Americans are feeling the financial squeeze of inflation. This is a finding from a recent Sunbit survey that was conducted by the Harris Poll. And what this means is that folks are really feeling like they've got to cut back on their wants. Uh, 79% said they're cutting back on wants. But what's really disturbing to me about the Sunbit survey is 67% said they are delaying necessary services. So things like going to the dentist, getting your car repaired, fixing things at home, all of these necessary purchases are also getting delayed due to inflation. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you need to go to the dentist and you put it off, 
well, that's bad. That just a, turns out to be a bad idea, right? So when people have money pressure, uh, you know, uh, they get weird. We all get weird. I think every human being is kind of the same on that. Uh, and so, so what do you, what's the answer? What 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 are, what are people doing to uh, to deal with all that? Yeah. So you know, I think the key is that we do need to make these necessary purchases, like going to the doctor, as you mentioned. We don't want to delay that or getting the car repaired if that's going to help you get to work. Um, But be thoughtful about using credit, and especially right now with interest rates rising. What we're seeing is that variable rate credit cards are getting more expensive. So we want folks to really think about your options. And in a lot of cases, Sunbit may be a better option. You know, this is a buy now, pay later option that can allow you to make the essential purchases that you need and get on with your life. Uh, It can be a lower interest rate, no fees, no penalties, a lot more flexibility and and transparency. Um, So we want folks to know they've got options. If they do need to make some important purchases, don't put it off, but instead just really evaluate how to make that purchase as wisely as possible and make it cost as little as possible. Our guest is Laura Adams, and Laura is the host of the Money Girl podcast, and we're discussing inflation, what our options are now. So this new Sunbit idea of the buy now, pay later option, so it reminds me a little bit of from the early 1960s when people, used, before they had credit cards, we had the layaway, you know, if, if you were a teenage boy and you wanted to buy a shirt for yourself, you would go into the, the clothing store and, you know, put some money down. And when you paid it off, you got that shirt. And that, of course, no one remembers that anymore, but I do. And uh, so is this kind of the same option? Yes, we found in the Summit survey that 69% of the respondents say they are interested in using a buy now, pay later option for necessary services. Uh, but I think a lot of people don't know that it's available to them. So my advice is to look out for all of your options when you're making a purchase. Sunbit is available in 13,000 locations nationwide, and we specialize in necessary purchases. So thinking about maybe when you're making a car repair, going to the doctor, going to the dentist, maybe taking a pet to to the vet, getting new eyeglasses. These are all situations where you may have the opportunity to use Sunbit to finance that purchase. And uh, we want to just make sure that folks are not putting these very important purchases off, um, but they're just making them cost less over time. So evaluate what are your options? How can you make it cost less? And, you know, make that uh, essential purchase and just kind of get on with your life. That's what Sunbit is all about. All righty. So let's say uh, one of the listeners uh, decides, okay, listen, Sunbit, this sounds interesting. So What's the procedure? I mean, is it is it does it come as a credit card? I mean, how do they start out with Sunbit? That's right. So you would make the application right there in, let's say, the dentist office, and there is a you know very easy application. And uh, most of the Sunbit applications get approved. Um, you will find uh, you know a very high approval rate here. So that means it's going to be available to most of the people who apply. And you have the opportunity to decide what that repayment term would be. I've got several different options. You get to choose um, whether you're paying it over, you know, a couple years or stretching it out a little bit longer. Um, So evaluating what is available to you is really the wisest way 
to make a big purchase. Um, and, you know, we know that also younger people, we found that 82% of Gen Z, so these are the young folks, they are, 82% of them are putting off necessary purchases like we've been talking about. Um, so that means that the younger folks really are feeling the financial pinch the most. Maybe have the most to gain from using a buy now, pay later service like Sunbit uh, to make a necessary purchase. All right. All righty. Our guest is Laura Adams, and Laura is the host of the Money Girl podcast. Uh, Laura, so you uh, are interested in financial ideas. What, kind, what educational background do you have in finance? Yeah, so I'm an MBA. I've been specializing in personal finance and small business education uh, since 2007. Uh, I've been podcasting weekly since then. And, you know, come at this from an educational point of view. My mission is to make sure that folks have the information that they need to make wise financial decisions. And it really does come down to just financial literacy. General financial literacy makes you more financially successful. So the more you know, the more uh, tools that you have in your tool belt, the better off you can be in your financial life. Um, so I would encourage folks really to research purchases. Well, think about what debt you've got right now. I mean, that's another tip I give folks is to really evaluate who, you know, figure out who do I owe? How much do I owe? What are the interest rates that I'm paying? And try to tackle that in order of highest interest rate to lowest interest rate. That's a really great strategy right now, uh, especially as interest rates are going up. Um, having a plan, you know, that can really empower us and make us feel in control of our financial lives. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, our guest is Laura Adams. Laura is the host of the Money Girl podcast. We're chatting about Sunbit, which is, uh, so Sunbit is really basically relatively new. It's a way that consumers can, for example, get eyeglasses or have their car repaired. It's a buy now, pay later. So is it actually a credit card? It's not actually a credit card. You know, you think about it more like a loan, and it is uh, going to allow you to finance necessary purchases in a flexible uh, repayment term that makes sense for you. And it's really something that is available to, again, most Americans are going to be able to qualify for Sunbit financing. And I would encourage your listeners to look out for it. You know, when you are making a big purchase, understand what are your options. If some that is out there, if it's available for you, um, it may be a more affordable option uh, for making that big purchase when you compare it to other things like putting it on a credit card. Now, based on the research that I have uh, about Sunbit, your research has found that those with an annual household income of $100,000 plus they are more likely to use your service than those whose household income is 75000 or less. Is that correct? So those folks with household income of 100000 and up, they said that they were more likely to finance a necessary service within the next six months. And I think that's really interesting because those folks may be you know, more likely to be able to afford that purchase. It's the folks who are earning less who perhaps could benefit the most from a buy now, pay later service. Um, if they're really struggling to make ends meet, having another option may you know, be something that they can really take advantage of to make sure that the services that they're purchasing cost as little as possible. 
So that's an interesting finding from the study. And, you know, I would encourage folks who are struggling right now just to make sure they understand what options are available to them. And again, also be thoughtful about using credit in the first place. Uh, we should not use it for wants, things like going on vacation, you know, financing those sorts of consumer items can really end up making them cost almost two and three times what you originally paid for them. Um, but when it comes to necessary purchases, uh, these are often things that we can't put off and shouldn't put off. Uh, so using a buy now, pay later service may make a lot of sense for folks, especially the younger generation that we talked about, Gen Z, that is most likely to be putting off and delaying uh, these life necessary purchases. Right. Right, I, I agree. Our guest is Laura Adams, and Laura is the host of the Money Girl podcasts, and we're discussing Sunbit, uh, which is a new approach, uh, buy now, pay later, uh, an option for unexpected expenses. Uh, so, Laura, how can we you know, contact you or contact Sunbit to find out more about this, uh, this new, new, new process? Yeah, so look for Sunbit uh, when you're out and about making a purchase. Also, visit sunbit.com to learn more. You can find all of the locations where Sunbit is available. Again, there are 13,000 locations nationwide, uh, and there's a wide variety of services available. Um, so you'll find Sunbit in all the places where you need to make those essential purchases and then get on with your life. All righty. And now, uh, so you mentioned we can go to the, we could be in the dentist's office, and the dentist might actually have the application there for us, or we can really also just do it online. Is that correct? That's right. You may want to do some research uh, ahead of time to make sure that Sunbit will be available uh, with your provider. And how soon before we know that we've been accepted into the Sunbit program? Yeah, it's a great question. You're going to know within minutes whether oh. you uh, have been approved for your application or not. Um, so you're going to know right away, and that really allows you to make a, a, a wise purchase. You don't have to wait. You know, you don't have to think about it. You're going to know right away, and you can go ahead and make the, uh, you know, complete that application and, and complete the financing right there in the, whether you're at the dentist's office or uh, getting the car repaired. Uh, it's a very easy process. All righty. And do me a favor. We're coming to the end of the interview. Uh, our guest is Laura Adams, and Laura is the host of the Money Girl podcast. Laura, once again, give us the contact info so we can go directly to the Sunbit website and check out this idea, which to me actually seems kind of a new approach to an old idea, which is buy now and pay later. You can visit sunbit.com to learn more. Okay, sunbit.com. And also, as you mentioned, it might be in the dentist's office. Is that correct? Or at the, at the auto repair shop? That's right. You may find Sunbit at a local car repair shop uh, where you go to the dentist, the doctor, get eyeglasses, even maybe at your vet office. It's available in 13,000 locations nationwide. Wow, that, that's, that's remarkable. I'm happy to say our guest has been Laura Adams, and Laura is the host of the Money Girl podcast, and uh, she, has a, she has an MBA, so she understands finance, and we're discussing the Sunbit new corporation, the Sunbit, the Sunbit option, that's S-U-N-B-I-T, the buy now, pay later option for unexpected expenses uh, during this uh, uncertain time. And uh, I think it's an interesting idea. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. 
U-Theory is a family-owned and operated supplement brand on a mission to inspire wellness in all. From farm to shelf, quality is at the heart of our products made in Southern California. Try new U-Theory Daily Fat Burner for healthy weight management. U-Theory Turmeric to support healthy inflammation response. U-Theory Collagen for hair, skin, nails, tendons, and ligaments. And Ashwagandha to help reduce stress, boost overall well-being and clarity. U-Theory, made for all of you. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and I'm happy to say that my guest is Sylvia Beljanski. Sylvia Beljanski, a regular contributor to the show, and Sylvia is the author of a book called Winning the War on Cancer, The Epic Journey Towards a Natural Cure, and it's a remarkably good book, uh, easy to read, has a lot of information that is just very helpful, and Sylvia is carrying on the work of her father, Mirko Beljanski, the Ph.D., who was associated with the Pasteur Institute in Paris, one of the most influential scientific organizations in Europe. And I would like to mention that the discoveries of Merkel Beljansky helped uh, save the life of Francois Mitterrand while he was president of France, allowed him to continue and complete his second term of office when he was already very sick with advanced prostate cancer. So it's a great pleasure to have Sylvie Beljansky on the show today. Sylvie, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Hello, and thank you for having me today. I'm delighted to have this opportunity to, to join the show. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to have you on. And again, you have an important book called Winning the War on Cancer. And uh, you and I were discussing the idea that very recently, you seem to be hearing in the news a lot of discussion about children developing hepatitis and more and more people uh, seem to be uh, discussing or concerned about liver problems. And Sylvie, why is this happening now? Well, p- scientists do not know what is happening, and that's why uh, the topic is uh, on the, I mean, the headlines. There are indeed uh, over f- now 400 children ranging from uh, one month to 16 years old uh, who have been uh, diagnosed with uh, severe hepatitis. Uh, 20 different countries are concerned. Uh, those uh, children, uh, we don't know what, what is going on with them. 
uh, the, the virus of hepatitis A, B, C, D, E uh, is not involved. They have been tested for that, uh, but they are very, uh, very sick, and uh, some have died already, and 17 uh, as of the beginning of the month were uh, declared the need of liver transplant. So it's a very uh, severe situation, which is kind of mystery for uh, for scientists. But it doesn't come into a vacuum, actually. Uh, about, uh, I mean, since the 80s, there are a, the number of liver cancer has been multiplied by three. Uh, there are uh, over 40,000 cases uh, now just in the U.S. of liver cancer every year. Uh, so uh, that's really um, something to to wonder about. And when you look more closely at the at the data, you uh, see that more than half of the person uh, concerned with liver disease, actually 50.5 percent, have non-alcoholic fatty disease, uh, fatty liver, non-alcoholic, meaning usually. Uh, liver issues were linked to alcohol, basically. It was a main disease linked to alcohol, mostly. And this is not absolutely no longer the case. And the numbers are, are rising in a manner with which is pretty uh, astonishing. Wow. Our guest is Sylvie Beljansky. Sylvie Beljansky, the author of the book Winning the War on Cancer, a great book, by the way, a book that I was very happy to read and which I refer to on a regular basis. So we're discussing problems with hepatitis in children and all sorts of problems with liver, which is, I guess, catching everyone by surprise. Now, Sylvie, these problems with liver are of an unknown origin, and you're mentioning that, indeed, no, no, it's not alcohol, which we know causes problems with liver. So what is it? It's not alcohol. Well, there are various causes that you know that can be uh, in, uh, implicated, uh, not especially for those children because they are so, so young, they do not have time to uh, get uh, so much intoxicated by the environment. But for adults, there are a number of things that have been identified. I mean, there are the pesticides, which uh, you know are on the on the food we eat, but not just you know on the vegetables or the Cover the, the leaves of the vegetables. They, they go into the into the the soil. They they, they are uh, go the, um, by the, the roots. They are uh, attracted to to the vegetables themselves. And then when we uh, eat the vegetable or make oil or things like that from the from the from the from the food, uh, all, all those pesticides get concentrated into. Uh, in, in, into the oil. There is uh, medications, a number of medications uh, induce uh, liver damage. Uh, actually, many, many medications. Uh, one of the first offenders is Tylenol that everybody uh, at, you know, used at some point uh, is inducing liver damage. There is uh, aflatoxins, which are kind of a, a natural thing. Uh, it's a uh, it's a little uh, microbia, uh, which grows, aspergillus, it's called, that's the name, uh, that grows on, on, on food, on crops. And again, um, 
it goes into the bread, for example, into uh, uh, the, the, all, 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 a lot of a lot of food and uh, again oils. And then there is a number of viruses. Or the, the viruses of hepatitis A, B, C, D, E are, are well known, but there is other viruses like uh, Epstein-Barr virus uh, of Cito, uh, cytomegalovirus, which are uh, also kind of well known and well and well documented to damage the liver, and there are more and more cases. And uh, speaking of viruses, uh, of course. Uh, we cannot ignore the COVID virus and the vaccine for COVID virus. And uh, now it is also documented that the uh, messenger RNA uh, of the virus of the vaccines against the COVID virus uh, is uh, also able to enter the the liver and create a spike proteins uh, into the liver. So that's now documented. So all for all those reasons, uh, our livers are, are more and more at danger, and we cannot live without the liver. The liver has a wonderful ability to uh, regrow and uh, regenerate itself, but it is uh, an organ we absolutely cannot live without. And, and, and all, all, all those... Um, environmental things are slowly but surely uh, inducing liver damage and there are very, very little symptoms. So people people do not get diagnosed on time. Uh, when they get diagnosed, it's already uh, very late and, um, and they are sick, uh, very, very sick and that's how you have more and more uh, liver cancer uh, around the world. Our guest is Sylvia Beljansky. Sylvia Beljansky, author of the book Winning the War on Cancer, The Epic Journey Towards a Natural Cure. And Sylvia is a regular contributor to the show. Well, Sylvia, with the idea that children around the world are developing hepatitis, so based on your understanding of the body, do you feel that indeed the new vaccines, which are new really approved by emergency youth authorization drugs, never properly tested that this new messenger RNA vaccinations could be a major contributing factor to some of these problems with hepatitis? Well, you know, I, I, I would not go to, I mean, have a judgment uh, about the vaccines. That's not my place. However, just looking at the facts, uh, one thing is sure is that people uh, with uh, liver issue were excluded from the Pfizer and from the AstraZeneca uh, clinical trials. Oh. So those, those, those people, I mean, the, the, the side effects of, those, of the vaccines was not tested on those people, but those people were not excluded from the vaccinal pass obligation mandatory uh, vaccinations. So people, so those people with uh, Li, uh, fatty liver and uh, li already compromised liver, uh, many of them were vaccinated without um, nobody having ever tested what was the side effect, possible side effects of the vaccines, of the messenger RNA vaccines. And now, new studies are showing in vitro and in vivo 
that uh, the messenger RNA is able to enter into the bloodstream and go to different various organs. And there is specifically a study showing that uh, in the liver uh, is a messenger RNA is able to create new uh, spike proteins. Wow, that's chilling. But good research on the part of Sylvia Beljansky, as usual, author of Winning the War on Cancer, The Epic Journey Toward the Natural Cure, which is a book which I really like. Uh, again, easy to read, uh, very compelling, and has all sorts of practical information for us. Sylvie, the medicinal plants, uh, many, your, your father worked on many, but Palperia, Raufa Vibratoria, and the uh, uh, Ginkgo biloba in its mature form when it had golden leaves, do you feel that any of these are helpful in this kind of problem? Indeed, uh, my father, I mean, left us his last publication was testing power on various uh, cancer cell lines, and one of them uh, was liver cancer. Uh, the beauty of power is that it is non specific uh, of uh, what kind of cancer cell line. It's recognized, it's able to recognize cancer cells and go wherever it's needed. So Pau Pereira uh, is, induces um, apoptosis of uh, cancer, liver cancer cells. And there was a recent research done by the University of Taiwan, uh, completely independently of the Belgian Foundation, showing that Pau Pereira is also inducing the autophagy which is a very um, interesting, uh, uh, different uh, way of action, path of action, uh, autophagy of uh, liver cancer cells. And interestingly, uh, we, we have seen also uh, that uh, Rovolfia vomitoria is inducing uh, also autophagy uh, so, uh, of various uh, cancer cells. So it's uh, also very interesting to see how paupera and Rovolfia vomitoria, which are natural extracts, no, no side effects, selective. If there is no cancer, no inflammation, just you are going to eliminate the product in a matter of hours, uh, are able to fight uh, cancer cells, including liver cancer cells, uh, without side effects. Another line of research that we had recently at the Belchansky Foundation is about, indeed, the golden ginkgo leaf. And uh, my father knew that it helps with uh, fibrosis. Uh, fibrosis is kind of uh, death. I would not say death, but uh, thinning of the, of the skin. As it's, skin loses all its um, fatty content. That uh, can be a result of radiation. And my father had already uh, published on the fact that the golden ginkgo biloba helps uh, fighting fibrosis of the skin. It helps also with fighting fibrosis of the liver, which can be uh, down the road an effect of the fatty uh, liver disease. And also what we, we saw recently is that the golden ginkgo uh, is able to starve cancer cells by inhibiting uh, angiogenin, which is an enzyme very elevated in the liver when uh, there is cancer. And this uh, enzyme helps cancerous cells to create new uh, blood cells to bring to the cancerous cells 
additional nutrients because cancerous cells need a lot of nutrients just to survive. They are um, <laughs> very, very hungry all the time. So they develop those uh, additional blood vessels to bring more food to them. But with ginkgo, this golden extract of ginkgo biloba, we are able to prevent that to happen and therefore to starve uh, cancerous cells. So that's um, so a work which was done on melanoma cancer cells because melanoma creates a lot of uh, angiogenin, but it works also on liver cancer cells. So that's very, very interesting. Our guest is Sylvie Baljanski, author of the book Winning the War on Cancer, The Epic Journey Towards a Natural Cure. Sylvie, how can the listeners of Here's to Your Health contact you to find out more about the golden ginkgo, which I want to mention on the air that I'm using. I'm very happy with it. And also palparilla and Rufo Vamatoria. I'm using them all. And what I notice, and I see myself as a healthy person, is that I almost immediately, it, like I'm, so two days, I literally felt that I had more energy. Now, that may be seen nonspecific, but I just felt better. I was just so impressed. I am so happy having discovered your ideas on just, you know, on a selfish level. I mean, I just, I just feel so much better, you know, using palparia, rufa vomitoria, and the golden ginkgo that I think it's just, I think it's remarkable. I, I'm really very happy to say that. Well, I'm really appreciative of the seminal. It makes me very, very happy. But, you know, it's because it's not specific. You don't know for necessarily where you need it, but those little extracts will know, and they will go directly to those cells which are inflamed or precancerous. Even if you don't have a cancer, I mean, you will benefit. It will regulate, help regulate everything, and it will help eliminate all bad, bad or just compromised cells. Right. To learn more about the research, you can go to the Belgiansky Foundation, belgiansky.org, B-L-J-A-N-S-K-I.org. We are a non-for-profit based in New York City, and uh, we ca you can absolutely help support this research, help you support the foundation on the website of the foundation, uh, belgiansky.org. And if you uh, want to, uh, are interested into the products that have been used uh, for um, for the research, you can go to Maison Belgiansky and uh, use uh, uh, code promo code Liver Twenty Two, Liver Twenty Two, and you will have uh, ten percent until the end of the month on all the products. That sounds very good. Uh, our guest has been Sylvie Belgiansky. Uh, Sylvie is a regular contributor to the show and the author of the book. Winning the War on Cancer, The Epic Journey Towards a Natural Cure, and the products that her father, Mirko Bojanski, the Ph.D., from, at, who's at uh, Torti, and studied and did research at the Pasteur Institute in Paris, really, at the time, in the 70s, 80s, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, uh, 90s, one of the most important scientific uh, organizations in Europe, and I do want to mention that because of the work that her father did on medicinal plants, the father, Mirko Bojanski, worked directly uh, with President Francois Mitterrand, who was very sick with advanced prostate cancer. And because that Francois Mitterrand decided to try the Bojanski formulations, he was able to complete his second term and live several years later and has was uh, did an interview in Paris Match, one of the most influential publications of the era, in which he said, no, no, the, these products help them. The, the, the Bojanski Foundation 
uh, products, herbal products, non-toxic, helped. So it's, it's really very impressive. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Beljansky Herbal Formulas, evidence-based wellness with more than 40 years of research published in peer-reviewed scientific journals. Beljansky Herbal Formulas, popular in Europe, now in America. Professional athletes, beauty care experts, fashion designers know the value of Beljansky Herbal Formulas. Learn more about Beljansky Formulas. Call us at 212-308-7066. That's 212-308-7066. Our website, www.maisonbeljansky.com. That's www.maisonbeljansky.com. Visit the Beljansky Center in New York City. Learn from our team. Beljansky Herbal Formulas can help you. Beljansky Herbal Formulas. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me? criminally insane. Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne and I said Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening.